Hello and welcome to Talktails, a bartender advice podcast that is cheaper than therapy. We're your hosts. I am Shauna. And I'm Adele. Hi, Shauna. What's up, Adele? I always am wondering who's going to initiate the high. I was like, I was like going to jump in there like, like, like guns blazing, just like, Hello, what's up, <laughs> motherfuckers? <Yeah. You> know? <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Like, just like guns, like going off cannons. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> no, I mean, it's been a, a, through the magic of podcasting, people don't know that we actually have been away from the mics for, for a little bit. So I miss you. I miss you too. And it's you're good to see you. Your high was like so much more like genuine and beautiful than what I was planning well, on I, doing. Because <laughs> I actually generally miss you. I'm like, man, it's been a while. I miss Sean. I miss Sean. Oh. I know. I know. I miss you too. And I'm like, I don't know if we need to talk about it, but I feel like I'm going to miss you even more. I know. We can talk about it. You want to talk about it? To the four winds. Let, throw, the world, throw, let it be known. Let's be let's be uh, like <laughs> let's be feathers of the wind and feathers, let, or birds, uh, of a, birds of a bir- feather and drink together. together. Something like that. <laughs> drink together. I feel like people are thinking we're going to give really bad news, but it's really not bad news. It's no. good news. I'm pregnant. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, we, we said we said no bad news. Okay, right. <laughs> I'm pregnant as I'm sipping a fucking copita of mezcal. Like, I'm pregnant as fuck, you guys. I was about ready to throw like something at the screen. No, no, uh, no, no. Adele is going to be moving to San Diego. I am going to be moving to San Diego. Dude, um, it's all happening kind of quickly. I, but I'm definitely feeling like the nostalgia. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, cause I, I had been talking about it for a hot second. I feel like the pandemic definitely exacerbated my feelings about leaving just because, uh, for listeners who are not from LA and I'm sure you, you can probably assume this, but LA is really fucking expensive mm-hmm. and you don't get a lot of space for the rent that we pay. So there's, because, you know, I'm, I live with my fiance and we're like a, we're young and hip and cool. We <laughs> I can vouch for it. I'm we, like, Adele's like, always like, a boo, wop, bop, bop, um, bop, bop. Super, She's like, and I'm like, cool. you're so hip. You're so cool. You're so cool. So we always <laughs> have made a priority to live in these like, quote unquote, cool neighborhoods because of the accessibility to restaurants and bar and, and walkabilities and whatever, you know, music venues and whatnot. But, and we always end up paying like to uh, boomers, like demise, like we pay too much rent for the value that we get, but it's, we'd see it as a, as a genuine compromise in the sense that we're getting the things that entertain us, the things that we like to do uh, in exchange. But for the past year, we haven't had that, you know, there's no live music. There's no bars. Um, no restaurants. <clears throat> what? what, what am I chopped liver? <laughs> well, before we used to do it in person. Now we don't. So we do it virtually. So technically I can move to China and still do this. That's true. So this, Sad, my bitter, only anchor. bittersweet yeah. news uh, because my literal like life partner, hetero life, hetero life partner joined <laughs> at the hip uh, kind of like, I don't know, what, you're, my, like, you're like my twin. Partner? You're like my, like, I know. you're, I know. you're but, the other version of me. But I mean, to, to that point, we really haven't hung out that much either. You know what I mean? Like, especially, you know, what I, what I do for work, I interact with a lot of people. So it's not responsible for me to be like showing up at your house. Like, hey, Shana, let's fucking do whatever. Like, that's true. Really before, not. before pandemic, during podcast days, like it's, by the end, we would literally be like scissoring. No. <laughs> Basically every night, every night. And now wait, I don't really have that anymore. So, uh, so we made the decision to, to go somewhere else where we can get more space for the money that we pay within our budget. And um, 
we ended up finding a really cool place to live. And, and, you know, I've always said that I want to end up in San Diego. So it just kind of happened a little quickly. I was just like, no, let me chase you a little bit, play hard to get, but it just kind of like sort of just things aligned and I'm going down there now. And, and I'm, I'm kind of, now I'm just like, oh shit, fuck. I've been in LA for six years and now I'm like, oh, okay. But I'm a person of silver linings here. This, like, yeah. If I can't find a silver lining, then that's the end of me. I can't, I don't even know what to do anymore, but silver linings, dude. One, you're going to be real close to Mexico. And exactly. you know what that means? Yeah. More mezcal. Yeah. <laughs> silver lining number two, you have a pool. I'm going to have a pool and that's going to be a big upgrade from the shoebox that I live in currently. Silver lining so. number three, uh, you're going to have a couch for me. <laughs> a bedroom. I'll have an extra. I'll actually be able to host you like a proper adult. So. That's a gold mining. Yeah, it's exciting. And honestly, like my my biggest anchor to LA has been, and will always be cocktails. But now that with this, how this uh, platform has it working out so well for us, then I can just go wherever. I'm a little yep. nervous, but you know. Literally, nice. like we could, we're just going to be a podcast in our pockets at this point. Like, yes. We're gonna and, be a and guess what? To go. What's going to be really cool here too, uh, which I haven't even thought about is like, you're going to be integrated into an into- totally new uh, bar environment in a whole new city. So guess so, what? Talk to new, new talk to a friend. Watch out, San Diego. <laughs> Adele's coming. You so better be hospitable to this bitch. Yeah, but you better be. Otherwise, I'm going to cry because I have no friends. Oh, no. When they find out that you can stir a cocktail with your with your foot in your hand, <laughs> they're going to like you. Guaranteed. <laughs> and you got a pool. Everyone likes a person yeah, in a pool. But Caesar's down there, you know. Nixta, Caesar. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Boom. yeah. That's, that's my only friend in San Diego now. But I'm excited. It's definitely nerve-wracking, especially because, um, I don't know, like LA feels like so, so much like home now. But yeah, it, well, you'll always have a home here. That's the thing. And if it sucks, I can just come back. Yeah. I'll crash on your couch. They, pff, I always got, I got you a couch girl. <laughs> I don't have an extra room, but I have, it's okay. I, have a, I have a basement studio that and always you has pu- your name on it. And you have a puppy. Yeah. So that's tight. Yeah. It's a very bittersweet announcement, but also I'm so excited for, for my hetero life partner, Adele, to be taking her next step in her a journey as a woman. Uh, I'm not a girl. <laughs> You're a woman, woman, dude. <laughs> oh, what, what? Way different songs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you're doing the, the pull fiction one. From, 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 from. Boy, you're a woman. Is that how it goes? Boy, you're going to be a woman soon? (laughs) No, it's like, I think it's like, girl, girl, you'll be a woman soon. Don't don't have me sing. I can't sing. Uh, But okay, clearly we are talking. We have already mentioned Mezcal. We have. We've mentioned Mezcal. We've also been drinking Mezcal, so. I don't know if people could tell when we've already been drinking. I wonder. Put that in the question box. Take that down. Has Adela Chana been drinking already? Uh, the answer oh, is yes. yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> we uh, we popped open um, this really amazing bottle of Madre Mezcal. If you're not familiar, I'm glad you're tuning in because... We have the brand ambassador. I'm, I think I got the correct title on that. I'm not exactly sure. I'm going to have to get a little bit more info if I said that right. But uh, I'm going to. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to throw this right out of the horse gate here and uh, announce. <laughs> 
that I'm going to announce <laughs> our uh, our esteemed guest for the day, afternoon, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this. And guess what? Drum roll. <laughs> ah, Ryan Fleming. <laughs> How's it going, ladies? <laughs> Is this like Santa Anita? Am I like right out of the horse track? <laughs> Get a run. <laughs> I know we're talking mezcal, but now I feel like I need like some bourbon. Some no, no, I, don't know. I don't know why I'm talking about horses. I, I'm just, I got the betting mind on right now. I started drinking mezcal and I'm just like, yeah, I, mean, I got the bandana. I don't know. Is it, is it even time for the, the Kentucky Derby? That's coming up soon. I'm I think sure. that's like in, in the spring now, like April. Actually, yeah, I think it's, I, be, no I think it's March, clue. isn't it? I don't know either. I'm thinking of the San there's Diego St. race track. There's, there's St. Patrick's Day coming up. I know that. That's going to be another sad one. Whoa. <laughs> Come on, Adele. No, it's going to be joyous. Although, uh, I mean, this is weird, but I found out today that Texas is lifting all everything. Like, no mandate, no mask mandate, no social distancing. Everything's open, like, back to normal. No mandates. No Man, mandates. you're done. <laughs> Man. Man and dates. No more. <laughs> Well, uh, Garcetti just said that we may have indoor dining by the oh end of the month. Oh my gosh! Do you guys remember how to act? Oh. Instead of, instead of I don't think I should anymore? go back into. I don't think I should go back into any four walls. Do you Absolutely remember, not. Uh, silverware? How do you use? Do it? you remember the Civil War? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I can't wait to get asked to leave again. Oh my god! I'm looking forward. To uh, you're gonna to have to leave. leave. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it's like. You're not like. Be up to 2 a.m. working behind a bar. I honestly can't even remember working behind a bar. Is that fucked up? Well, you haven't been working behind a bar for almost a year. I have been like back and forth kind of doing the black cat thing just for, you know, even after doing brand work, just just because I fucking whenever I could, I'm like, I'll pick up a shift. I just love it so much. But the first time you go back, you feel like a bull in a china closet. You're like, what is bartending? What I know. Happened? I feel like, like I'm weird. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to have a, some some like bodily problems. <laughs> Oh god! Oh, I I worked my first shift this last weekend. I'm consulting Ooh, for someone. Do tell, do tell. And it was just a five hour. <laughs> it's this fine dining place out in Van Nuys, and it's really nice. I was only on my feet for like five hours, and I went home like in crippled. Oh, was your lower back like just killing you? Like, Ugh. yeah, and it's not like I don't exercise, but I don't stand on my feet. You got to break out the dance goes. Making it's it's crazy. It's <laughs> <laughs> I did have my dance goes on. Absolutely. No, it's crazy though. Like I feel like it, because you're kind of, it's not, you're not running. Right. But you're behind a bar and like, we forget how taxing it is on your body. Like it really, I like, again, when I, my first shift this past reopening i was like you have my lower back and i make the huge mistake of wearing vans like flat shoes to work which i shouldn't have done but dance goes but i should have done that but my lower back was fucking killing me i was exhausted i couldn't even like talk right it was crazy well so okay but ryan you like you were you continue to stay employed through this whole process uh you weren't behind necessarily behind a bar but you were oh, you were slinging was, some nice juice baby yeah yeah i mean i was fortunate enough because i had tons of friends who were just like my brand at first was like hold on let's see how this goes and i had friends that were dropping left and right brands were just like look we don't have any use for you bars are closed and we have such a small team like we're still independent we're all independently owned and so they're like how do you like doing liquor stores and i'm like i like keeping my job so <laughs> we kind of had to switch gears and, you know, like get it going. And 
we got into some good off-premise accounts and really learned that business. And it's like, it's a whole different hustle than the bars. It was kind of nice though, because your day can start at 9 a.m. and be done by 5 p.m. Wait, all so, the liquor stores are done at like buying stuff at 5 p.m.? Most of the owners are gone by no 3. No kidding. Okay. I know nothing yeah, about that world. In my yeah, I found out. I found out. <laughs> it's a, I found out. It's a big That's pivot. a song. And um, honestly, Madre has a super strong presence in the in the off-premise and liquor stores. You see them everywhere. You guys have, uh, do you make the, the little, the flask, the 200 milliliters, which are great for like, oh yeah. you can't go to a bar, you go on a hike and then bring your little Madre mezcal thing in your back pocket. It's genius. And you guys have. Little Baba. My, my favorite selling point on those little 200s They'll go through a metal detector because it's a glass bottle with a little pop metal cap and pop metal doesn't set off metal oh. detectors. So you can carry your 200 milliliter flask right into uh, your favorite stadium or whatever I, else. Right into I your airport. That. You just that put is... it right into your back pocket right through the airport. <laughs> that is genius. And also, you know, for now that the thing that I like about that specific like size for Madre is that like because people and I talk to uh, liquor store owners about someone like how have you seen drinking patterns changing people with a pandemic and they're like well people are just going back to what they know right they're going back to their tito's they're going back to their jameson's which to me makes sense because i like how you say jameson's jameson's because you have multiples of them yeah because some people um, <laughs> get mad at me for saying jameson's they're like it's jameson there's no s i'm like you don't yeah, know <laughs> they, they have multiple jameson bottles so it's jameson's you know but jameson's. i like we don't have bartenders, so people can't educate you and like, oh, you like this X big brand? You should try this smaller crafter, like craftier, like like whatever, small business, own small brand thing that you will like. And people are like stoked on that, right? Or you put it in cocktails or whatever. And you educate people a little bit about spirits other than the big brands and whatnot. But with liquor store owners, a lot of them, they don't, they don't care. They just have product that they're selling. So having a smaller version of a spirit that maybe it's not that well known, but you want to try something else. It's really convenient because you're not dishing out the full price, right? At, at 20 bucks. That's cool. I can spend 20 bucks in a little fast. I'll try it out and see how it is. And that's a great vehicle for people who don't have, you know, consumers who don't have bartenders to educate them on spirits, to be able to try something else in an affordable way. I don't feel like it's too risky, you know? I agree. And yeah. now it's really interesting that you mentioned price point and everything like that, because this, the Madre, it, it's a really cool juice that's in this bottle. Uh, and then Ryan, do you want to like get into a little bit of before the, our light board is starting to light up over here? There's <laughs> all these colors of uh, my switchboard of my, the, the colors that are coming in. So um, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to make them wait too long, but you know, I also do want to make them wait a little bit because you know, everyone likes to wait. <laughs> yeah. I will give you a quick over on the juice. Uh, I absolutely love it. Our whole kind of aim with Madre was making a mezcal that's more approachable and not just like an overly smoky, but still yet complex. It's something that someone who's getting into mezcal could appreciate. And someone that's an avid mezcal drinker can also really, really love. And it's an ensemble, which traditionally is how most mezcal was made back in the day. So it was kind of like what agaves do you have around your farm? And that's basically was put in and that's how you made mezcal. So strict ver single varietal stuff has always been made, but it was not necessarily the focus in the past. Mm, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So we're an ensemble. <laughs> we're Espanol Quiche. So we're a blend of, uh, the two, um, Quiche of course is a wild varietal that, um, 
is, uh, it is now being farmed, but it, it took a long time to figure out farming techniques. And espadine is one of the most highly cultivated. Most of your mezcals, as most uh, listeners will know, is it's the cultivated one. So nice. Um, yeah, and and I think adding the the two varietals in there really does like kind of give this really great like mouthfeel. A, I think it's kind of a creamier mezcal, and it has. What do you think? It, it's a little more. It's not as like vegetal as well. I feel like guish typically brings like some minerality to, to ah, an expression. Absolutely. And, and espadine being like a sweet, like a sweeter agave, like is this more sugar condiment, like juicier. Um, it's like a good balance because it rounds out the the sweetness of the espadine and it ends up, and it ends dry. Mm. Right. But it still has like a bite to it. So if you put it in a cocktail, you know you're drinking a mezcal cocktail. Right, because with you pretty much nailed it for me. So thank you. That makes it a lot easier for Am me. Am I hired? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know, a lot of people underestimate espadine. I feel like as a varietal because there's so many. But I, I, I subscribe to like Maguey Malete. It's like every two months you get mezcals from all over that basically you won't find in the U.S. market. And mm. out of the last three, I got an Aracano, a Tapastate, and the espadine. Espadine blew me out of my socks. The rest of them were okay, but the espadine was just fantastic. I mean, it's such a terroir thing, right? It's about like mm-hmm. who makes, where is it made? Like it's it's just such a, we can't really encase it in one thing, which yeah. is, which, which I think like with mezcal, at least for me, it's like the more I think I know about it, the more I realize I don't know shit. And I'm like, whoa, what do you mean you Absolutely. can do this with that? Which is exciting. I think the know? only way you can actually understand mezcal is you have to smoke mezcal. <laughs> <laughs> you have to live amongst the magays. <laughs> you have to become the magay. <laughs> the method actor just sit in the mountains there, just there. Like this. Like, like depending on like the, which which mezcal it is, like if you're like super spiky or if you're a little, <laughs> or you become the Christian Bale of like brand ambassadors and you're just living oh. in mountains, pretending to be a We gay. need more celebrities in the agave business. <laughs> oh, oh my reach god! Out to him. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! We no. had a big old discussion oh. about that via like social media. <laughs> well, I feel like I mean. Okay, callers, just hold on a little second over here. Like, uh, what's that girl's name? Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner. Uh, put, going into the whole freaking tequila thing. All right. Dude, okay. Can like, we stop? I will say that really sucks, but I will also say that I'm here for the memes because that girl got roasted <laughs> so fucking hard. And I'm just like, yes, keep it coming. It's so funny. Yeah, like, they are uh, funny, but it's also like not funny what, what she's probably actually no, doing to, no. the, yeah, to no. them community there wow. it's it's terrible for sure i like how they like zoomed in on her tasting notes and they were so fucking stronger stupid. stronger this was Not less strong <laughs> less strong and I was just like, <laughs> with ice in it dude it wasn't even clear oh. ice. oh god sorry i will talk shit like i don't even I, care like again like come on guys like celebrities stay out of like this stuff like come on man like bro you already got enough money yeah i mean okay you want to be a part of something like you want to be so something cool sorry you're not cool you got too much money to be cool like get out of here dude (laughs) dude yeah 
Yeah, I mean, fuck. We can we can literally sit if here anything, and talk just shit. Like, yeah, just support. Like, throw episode. your money and support, and like, just be. I mean, be a silent partner or anything. You don't need to be a face of something. Just like support a, a family who's been producing mezcal or, or tequila. Open a beautiful mezcal bar and import all that small village mezcal. Oh my god, dude, yes. that would yes. make even cooler. That you would be fun. We have respect for you. I and love sure that, that idea. Yes. Sorry, yes. I'm not usually so like, uh, like, um. What do you call that? Like have an opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Opinionated. I try not to be opinionated on this podcast, but like, come on. Well, okay. I blame George Clooney. I feel like I we should write him an email. What that silver fox? And be like, listen, bro, you're really hot. Yes, but you are ruining the agave world. You you've done it. No, he wasn't the first one. It was Sammy Hagar. I thought, but nobody, but nobody took that serious. Yeah, right? who could take him seriously? Like, literally, nobody <laughs> took what is it, Cabo Wabo? Nobody took. I've never seen that shit in a cocktail. I've never seen that in the back. That's bar. true. But Casamigo. I've seen it in my it? dad's house and all of his friends, though. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of Hawaiian shirts involved. Uh, oh, yeah. Tommy Bahama and Sammy Hagar. Oh, that's true. Dude, I, I tasted Casamigos recently. I had like a, there was a little mini I had, and I was like, well, I'm just going to have that and I'll share it with my husband. We shared like a 50 ml mini of Casa Amigos. Did you and barf? I, I was crazy surprised at how shitty it was. <laughs> 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 like unbelievably, like I could not believe how bad it was. I was like, it's bad, dude. It's so bad. And I was like, this tastes like somebody put vanilla extract into like, like diabetic piss. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. Exactly it, blows, it, like. it really blows my mind. Like, I don't remember the first time I had it. I don't remember it tasting like that. So like, like mezcal is even worse. Oh. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm all of a sudden oh. this is a big old shit fest. I like, yeah, I hate doing I that, but I'm sorry. I, I guess I don't matter. Too. Yeah. But it's like, but when we're talking about really great stuff, like Madre, like I, I feel like, people need to understand, especially with like tequila and the agaves and like how precious these things are that like, if these celebrities are putting their big money, their billions of dollars into like, you know, taking advantage of these amazing plants and people that are making these things like, yeah, we should shit on that. Like shit on it. I'm shitting on it. But we can literally go out like on for a three hour podcast, just talking shit about how wrong it is, you know? Yeah. But But I think, I think the best thing we can do is educate people on it, such as, you know, Fucking, you should drink Madre and not Casamigos. Yep. Fucking, I eat my shorts, George Clooney. But you know what I mean? Like, I think it's important to educate people and let them, let them that's know That's a little why. gross. That's a little like kinky. <laughs> eat my shorts? No, that's like the Simpsons. Eat my no, shorts. No. But definitely like sustainability <laughs> and like social equality is huge. Like, and you really got to ask like, what are, what are we doing for the people producing and what, what are we doing for the industry as a whole? So, Who am I supporting? Like, yeah. You yeah. vote with your dollar. So I like, I really yeah. like Ryan's uh, idea is like, okay, you want to be a part of something cool. Cool. Open a rad bar and then buy all the rad products that are coming from these, these places. If you like support it. the small guys, cause yeah. you don't have poor costs to worry about. You're already rich. Why don't you support all the little guys who yeah. don't get bought out by other bars? Cause at the, you know, it's too expensive or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and then you don't have to be, be cool. a face of like some stupid meme being like, this one's too strong. <laughs> you, you can put your face on the front of the bar. I don't care. Just yeah. give me some mezcal. Dude. I mean, and that's yeah. something to respect. That's super something to respect. Absolutely. That's actually, that's the first time I've heard that idea about celebrity. Okay. People. We got to hashtag this. What are we going to hashtag it? 
So these memes can put this hashtag on it. So if somebody's making fun of one of these celebrities, maybe it's like an incentive. Like, hey, hashtag death to celebrities producing agave distillates. Is that too long? <laughs> That's too long? <laughs> hashtag, I hope an agave plant goes right up your bubble. <laughs> sit on an hashtag, sit on an espadine plant and spin on it. <laughs> We're assholes. Oh no, this is the most assholes we've ever been on this podcast, I think. I think um, it's a mezcal. I hope I didn't bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess I'm not no. taking the blame for this one. <laughs> no, you don't. No, no, no. I no, we're being real. This is the first time I feel yeah. like we've actually been like like opinionated, real about something. We're trying to be I think it is neutral, bullshit, but it, yeah. we, we also um, we are the we little guy. Important, yeah. We we are the little guy. Like we are DIY. Can you imagine? I mean, it's really cool when you see up and coming brands that are smaller that do things right that are like becoming more popular. It's really like um. Uh, just really elating, right? But then you see, like, I mean, like, Madre has put in the work. I know it because I've seen it in the off premise. You guys are doing some cool shit to get, like, to get brand visibility. Like, you guys are there and I, I see it and that's fucking cool, right? But then you see fucking Kylie Jenner be like, oh my God, too strong, not too strong. You're like, fuck you, bro. There's also like, a way to, like, scale properly. Like, there's always a way to scale without, like, just becoming giant assholes. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know? And like sustainability is huge. Like you need to make sure that you're not going to become part of the agave shortage or any of that other bullshit. And you also like got to get back to the communities a little bit. And like I'm proud to work with a brand that does all that. So yeah, I think it's important. I think it's a uh, reflects integrity, and I like integrity. It's a good thing to be, you know. Uh, okay, it's so that warm fuzzy feeling. So can can we all like everyone listening uh, and everyone participating right now in this podcast? Let's all put our hands in. Let's all you know do a, a like we're together. We, we we care about what's happening here in the mezcal and the tequila, and like we we will not. <laughs> purchase shitty tequila and mezcal for the sole purpose of pe- making people rich because it's so much more than that so everyone hands in hands in let's, everyone, let's give a go team shall okay. we <laughs> okay. all right ready and a one and a two and a go, go team. team okay Let's also like educate a Captain people. Planet moment for me. Dude, right? It's serious. <laughs> Let's also educate people whenever we have the chance without being preachy because we don't want to be like there vegans. You go. We don't yep. want to, Are you vegan, Brian? No, I'm okay. not. But okay, everyone, cool. trust me, if I was, I would tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Let's educate people without being, you know, too vegan about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding just kidding. oh my god okay so i ever everyone's sweating on the phone lines over here so i'm gonna let someone in here here we go first caller hola señoritas adele and shana cheers to another episode this question is for el señor ryan i see that you ride motorcycles and i just had do you have any do's or don'ts when you ride your motorcycle what kind of music do you listen to if you listen to any and when are we riding all right, cheers. Bye. Hell yeah. Dude, yeah. I like that. I've uh, I've been riding since I was a kid. I rode dirt bikes and then started riding on the street when I was 20 years old. Uh, my dad's a pretty well-known Volkswagen drag racer and mechanic, so it's kind of in my blood. Uh, do's and don'ts. Do's, always wear a helmet and boots. I don't care what state you're in. My friends love pulling off their helmets, and I don't understand it. <laughs> I, I never will. I, I mean, my helmets are, are vintage, so they're not the safest, but still, I always wear a helmet, always got proper boots on and gloves. I don't care how hot it is. That's my purpose, like that, my do. And don't 
just don't ever ride when you're not ready. Like whether it's you're too stoned, too drunk, or just have a bad feeling, take the day off. It's, it's saved me more often than not. And trust me, I've had to sleep in the dirt before just waiting for, <laughs> waiting for something to wear off. So oh, I've wow. definitely uh, been a part of that. So music wise, uh, I listen to a lot of country, um, old country though. And I listen to a lot of pop punk and uh, <laughs> hardcore and doom metal. I yes! like to get stoned with doom metal. Yes, <laughs> right. okay, yes, I like that. As I think and like and my, what was the last one? He said, when are you guys riding together? Is oh yeah, when are you gonna when are you gonna uh when the hell are you gonna ride together? Um mystery person, I'll ride with you whenever the hell you want. Boom! Hell yeah. <laughs> I have to say I'm very impressed with that you remembered the series of questions in the order that they happened, because I can never remember them. I'm always like, what the hell did they just say? Also, I think I knew, I think I know who that was. Yeah. I think I know who that was. Are nice you gonna guy. reveal? No. Okay. If I'm wrong, <laughs> then I'm just gonna sound stupid. Oh, oh my gosh, this is the craziest thing, guys. Um, I actually have a caller on the line right now. Should I should I do you guys want to take a live call? I don't Let's know. Let's take a live call. This is weird. I like usually she we try help though. He or she needs help. Oh, wait. Well, I mean, like we, we usually like, you know, we, our producer screens the calls and they, you know, ask and then we answer, but like this one got through the net somehow. Do you guys, are you guys okay with the uh, talk, you know, going live and talking? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Okay, here we go. Oh, hello, caller. Thank you so much for calling Talk Tales. Uh, you, a lot of times we don't uh, take a live caller. So this is like really exciting. Thank you so much for calling in. You're quite welcome. I have a few questions I was hoping you could help me with. Well, this is what we're here for. This is Cheaper Than Therapy Talk Tales. All right. Are you ready for question one? Okay. Let's go. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> Ryan, are you ready? Oh, yeah, I'm professional. I am not, but I'll try my best. All right. Fair. Fair. If a bunch of cats jump on top of each other, is it a dog pile? Or a cat pile. <laughs> I would say a cat. I like that all of us took a breath and we were ready to answer, but then we stopped and we're like, we are not ready to answer this. You are welcome. <laughs> we're welcome. I'm gonna go with cat pile, right? Because it's a bunch of cats. I mean, that's Wait. what I think. Cat pile. I, yeah. Wait, hold on. I have a furry issue. You huh? have a furry issue? <laughs> Kind of a furry issue. Oh, it's a fur. Oh, wait. Yeah. Is this a human cat pile or a <laughs> real cat pile? Oh, no. That is a good question that I did not prepare for. <laughs> did you know you were going to get turned. questions back? <laughs> no, I was not prepared for that. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for that. Also, do stairs go up or down? Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Bo? I, Wait, can there only be one? I'm answering I mean, all of your questions with questions back. <laughs> that that I mean, reminds there's me no of my, right or wrong answer, right? That reminds me of my favorite Mitch Hedberg joke ever. An escalator can never break. It just becomes stairs. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Whoa. I mean, that is a fa Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go with a cat pile is still a dog pile. <laughs> <laughs> F 
fair. I'm going to go with that too. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I've just like, I've never heard of a cat pile. If I think of a cat pile, I just think they're all dead for some reason. And I don't like that. So I'm, I'm going to go with this. A, it's a pile of cats. A dog pile, a pile still sounds like a lot more fun than a dead cat pile. So I'm going to go with the dog pile. And then uh, the stairs, if they're going up or down, it depends. Are you going stairway? Denied. I'm going down. <laughs> No stairway. Deny. What about stairway to heaven, dude? Yeah, but it got denied, dude. Got denied. Okay, fair. (laughs) All right. Okay. Are you ready? Do sheep. Oh, shit. Oh, shoot. Sorry, my bad. No, you can ask. It's okay. It's okay, caller. Wait, do we get a name from you? My name is Angela. (laughs) Oh, hi, Angela. (laughs) Hi. Sorry, guys. Uh, do sheep get static cling when they rub against one another? Uh, no, because they're all natty. Like, right? No, Does, <laughs> I don't know. Do cotton balls get? Do cotton balls get static clean when they rub against each other? I don't, I don't think know. so. Do real the men balls get cotton? <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're not made of wool. Uh, oh, you can't say- get static cling with wool. Actually, I totally just made that up. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, Ryan, like what do you it. got? What do you, okay. I believe you. Hold on. We're all going to answer these each individually. Now. I'm more I'm of gonna a goat say, person, so. Oh, there you go. Do they get static <laughs> when they row against each other? No, nah, they're ecstatic. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, you're a Marvel what person? A goat, goat person. Oh, okay. How, there's so many places I want to go with that, but I'll just let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just let that one goat. <laughs> I'll just let that one go. Oh, wow. This is for my short people out there. Shauna. Damn it. How do you know? (laughs) It's just a wild guess. Um, That's fair. I sound short. You you do. You do. No offense. No offense to short people out there. I love short people. Um, Can short people talk down to somebody? If they're shorter than you are, yes. <laughs> I don't know, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it, Shauna. Let's do this. <laughs> That's fair. I've never really been good at talking down to people, I don't think. No. Wow. These are these are on fire. I, I mean, I don't Angela, thank you. Uh did, wait, was that do you have more? I have one more. Okay. <laughs> I have one more. Okay. And, and this is this is a really important one that seems to get a lot of people riled up. Is a hot dog a fucking sandwich? What the fuck? Ryan, <laughs> I think this is this is a question this that you need to answer. This is all you, Ryan. Uh, and we're judging. Yep. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> mm. No, it's not a sandwich because the bread's connected. But if you cut the hot dog bun in half, then you may be able to convince oh, me. Oh, that's a good... Nobody has ever said that because of... And I've also been poor enough to use a piece of bread as a hot dog bun before. Just a heads up on that one. I put, I put a hot dog behind a sh- in, in a shoe tongue and it's been <laughs> deliciously not a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so is a hot dog a taco then? Oh. Son of a bitch. Oh. <laughs> that's something I've never even heard of. Holy crap. Well, definitely yeah. not, a, not a corn tortilla taco. No, but along a the flower. same premise because a taco is connected. Crap, 
Angela. Wow. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> that You're welcome. My mind is God right damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's uh okay. I've never even thought about that one before. I'm gonna have to uh I'm gonna say I'm just gonna say hot dogs a taco. <laughs> I'm gonna when say a hot, dog, a hot dog is the only one where you don't exactly know what's in the meat. Oh, every other true. one you know exactly what's well, in a sandwich and what's in a well, taco. Yeah. Have you ever had street tacos? Because they say it's something, but it might be something completely Have different. You, heard so of you don't bologna. really know. <laughs> Have you heard of bologna? Nobody it, knows. It's bologna. my first name. Those are my questions for y'all. <laughs> well, thank you. Did, how did we do? Did we do okay? <laughs> you guys did pretty well. I, I appreciate it. Um, Angela, that was amazing. Like, thank you so much for calling in. Um, I I'm glad that we were able to take this, these questions, uh, these rapid fire questions, I would say, uh, in a live setting like this. (laughs) Well, we can help you. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Did we, did we help solve any, you know, any, uh, any specific, you know, life problems? Well, you know, I was really, really like conflicted about the cat pile one and the static thing with the wool. And like, I'm always conflicted about the hot dog is if the hot dog's a sandwich or not. Like it really, like, I think about this stuff at night. It's weird. So what, so what do you think? Do you think that you've found some like serious, like answers that can help you sleep at night now? I believe so. Yeah. Especially because I don't think the hot dog is a fucking sandwich. It's not. And whoever (laughs) thinks it is, is a goddamn monster. (laughs) (laughs) And like the cat pile one, like no one's ever heard of a cat pile. Like what the fuck is a cat pile? But it makes perfect sense. And then I don't even know, like if you take the cat pile into like the plushy setting, you know, is that what they're called? Furries? Furries. Furries. Yeah, and then like what that's a whole nother one. Like we don't even need to go into that. That's that's fucked up. Yeah, I agree. I'm not gonna go there. That yeah, that's just not. a whole nother podcast. I think yeah. I, have of, I have a lot of things to think about tonight, you guys. Yeah. It's gonna be a sleepless night for me. All right, Angela. Well, thank you so much for calling in. This has been fantastic. And man, we have a lot of food for thought here. There you go. And and if you guys think of like a good answer, come back. To, let me know. So I what you didn't think one. those were good answers? We're cocktails. <laughs> those were good <laughs> answers. But I, you're, you're gonna think about it now. You're gonna think about it now. That's true. I am. I, now yeah. I'm not gonna sleep at night. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Angela. Um, I'm. You know, anytime you want to call in, we're, we're happy to answer any of these questions you got. Are you sure you want to answer my questions? Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank we'll you. Take, guys. We'll, we'll take him in sl- stride. All right, Angela, you take okay. care. Thank All right. You. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. We did what pretty a, gosh darn good on those ones. I gem. think. <laughs> oh, well, we got another caller though. Here we go. How's it going? My name is Alex Swain. I'm up in the Bay area and I have a question about what you think the pandemic, how it's going to affect our industry, but actually for the better and not for the worst. And a lot of people are expecting many changes, but they could be positive ones. And I was wondering what y'all thought those might be. Uh, have a good one and hope to see you around. That's a great question. Do you want to start, Ryan? Yeah. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is that we may actually have cocktails to go be a permanent thing. They're trying woo, to get woo, that. Woo, woo, woo. 
And there'd be nothing better for me to be like, you're kicking me out. Cool. Put my drink in a plastic cup and I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just wrap that thing up in a bucket. I'm good to go. I think that definitely, um, that was going to be what I was going to say that I think cocktails do are here to stay, but I also think that, um, this has shown a lot of people in the industry, how fragile the industry that we like work in is. So I'm hoping that this will, uh, propel positive change in the way that maybe we can start thinking about uh, emergency plans or how do we back up our people when shit like this happens. So I'm hoping that there, there, this out of this, I mean, unfortunate event, but something good comes out of it where we can figure out a, a better support system uh, because now we know that nobody has our backs other than each other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so um, great institutions like another round, another rally and all those places. I've been doing a lot of cool stuff, but I think more of that will come out of this. So that's, you know, something to look forward to, I think. Yeah. And I think another on it, on to kind of jump off on that topic. I think that Adele was really good at point about being like, we all have our, each other's backs. And I think there's just going to be continuing more of that. And that's just the bar community. That's just how we are, you know, like there's a reason why we do the things we do. There's a reason, like I had some people asking me like, Oh, what what was it like bartending all these years? Like, I'm like, sometimes I would show up and I, you know, I don't get a paycheck. I just take 50 bucks out of the register, show up, make my tips, go home. And that's, that's that, you know, it's like, we've always just been kind of, you know, that's how we are. We're not, the normal sit in the desk types, you know, right. and it's like that little bit is good enough. So, but I think the more we work together, the more we like are together and support each other and the more we're going to actively work towards having something that's a little more sustainable for our own, like longevity of our careers. Longevity, yeah. Yes. I started helping with one fair wage just cause I was like, this is awesome. It's a group of people trying to pro- like provide proper wage and compensation to people in our industry. And so I just give up a few hours a week to sit on boards and stuff like that. And definitely like we got to have each other's back. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's so many times you see how many stories have you seen in the news about like that, uh, that restaurant who's taking tips from the bartenders or from the servers. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, no, no one's necessarily looking out for us besides us. So it's like, we, we all work together and we always hold each other up. And the, I think if anything, that's the most incredible thing about the pandemic is seeing how we all kept holding each other up and how we're showing not, up. We're right. still alive, man. We're still go- doing it. We're still thriving. We figured out a way. And I don't, and, you know, there's a lot of industries that were hit hard that didn't pivot the way that the bar industry did. And we we are still we're still here, man. <laughs> like yeah. we are. And, and I mean, for me, like even, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of like brands showing up, which was really cool. Like really cool to experience like meals here, meals there, cocktails here, cocktails, it was fucking awesome. But like amongst my friends and my bartender community friends, like they would be like, yo, I made this pastry. I made these batch cocktails. Who's in this area? And constantly I would get shit dropped off to my house. And then I would return the favorite. I made pies. Who wants this lies? And it's just this really beautiful synergy of like, yo, like nobody has our back but each other. So let's actually show up for each other. And it was really cool. And I think that from this pandemic, it's going to be a lot more of that because now we know that we actually need it. You know? Uh, yeah. Great question. Great question. Who knows? Great question. Uh, let me check on my crystal ball. We're all gonna have. We're all gonna have. We're all gonna have become millionaires. Yeah. Where, where was George Clooney with his billion dollar fucking industry when we were all fucking jobless, motherfucker? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good question right there. All right, we got another caller. 
Yeah, so bars started to open again here in New York, but I don't remember how to talk to people anymore. <laughs> and uh, especially with the whole social code totally flipped on its head through PPE requirements and quarantine, I'm just wondering how am I supposed to make friends and head on people in bars now? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm not gonna be able to lead this one. I've like, I've been off the market for so long. So he's saying with a mask, how are you going to hit on people? Do you have, mm. can you do like a flip down and be like, this is what I look like. <laughs> Boy, he has to work on his, on, on his fuck me eyes, you know, do the, do, do the, <laughs> he has to work on that a little bit. Every place is going to become Hollywood. Everyone's going to have headshots with a little bio, like a little one pager. And just go to the bar and hand out your one pager. And if you got any hits, just tell people where you are. Do you just put a picture of yourself on, like, on a button on your shirt or something? Be like, this no, is what I look like. The whole T-shirt is just your face. <laughs> Instead of a, of a, a, a name tag, it's just like a picture of your best picture that you've ever taken of yourself. <laughs> yeah, no more Tinder. You can't even do that anymore. You got to be in person with a button or a T-shirt of your face. Of your yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. That's the answer, right? <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to. I, I'm not. I can't answer dating questions. I feel like charm them with your personality. <laughs> but I think this is an opportunity to uh, create better connection because it's about your personality and not your looks. There we go. But That's ultimately, more. yeah, I think that because I think the Tinder thing kind of like made it so people got a little too like ugly. Don't like it. Their nose. Don't like this. Don't like this. Too it's like, short. Yeah. Uh, too whatever the fuck. Right. You can bring but, back thumb wrestling. Oh. Just saying. But you can charm with your personality and, you know, stop wasting your time. Did we nail that one? Is that pretty good advice? <laughs> I think so. I hope so. Okay, here we go. Hi, my question is, how long are vermouths shelf-stable for? And should they always be refrigerated to keep longer? Thank you. How long? Is, vermouth, is that what you said? Yeah, vermouths. Refrigerated? A month. Not refrigerated. Just put it in what? your butt. <laughs> you can butt chug it at that point, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh. What do you? Th- what do you think, Ryan? Ryan? <laughs> um, I don't have a. I don't have an answer at this point. <laughs> Would you agree uh, with our answers? Definitely agree. <laughs> If you ever, if I ever see vermouth on a back bar open, I just know never to order certain drinks. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Or unless you're superstitious like me and you go to a airport and you see the vermouth behind the back bar. So you order a dirty martini because you know, they're not going to put vermouth in it and they're going to shake it. And you, everybody knows that if you don't drink a shitty shaken, dirty gin martini before you fly, the flight collapses. Everyone knows this. It's a fact. <laughs> I don't know. Fake news, fake news. But I mean, that's why I do it. Every time I fly, I'm like, I have to have a shitty, shaken gin, dirty martini where no vermouth in it because otherwise this plane will crash. It's a thing. <laughs> I save lives. I know. That's true. I mean, I'm I'd fly lives. with you. I'd fly with you. And I'll let you drink the shitty martini, but I'll fly with you. <laughs> and you'll live because that's I true. drank that shitty martini. That's true. It's part of it. That's fair. And you uh, have a drinking partner at 6 a.m. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, there's another caller. Hi, I 
love both tequila and mezcal and was wondering if you could tell me what the difference what the difference is between the two. Ryan, this is a question for you, my Ooh. friend. Ooh. Well, to put it like simply as I like to say it, like kind of like all scotch is whiskey, but not all whiskey is scotch. And that same umbrella, technically at one point tequila was just mezcal. Because before we went and gave everything classifications, which humans love to do, like this belongs in this box and this belongs in that box, which is total bullshit. We just like to categorize things. So the main difference now is that tequila can only be made from one type of agave, the Blue Weber, and has to come from its designated states. And mezcal can be made from upwards. I think it's 47 different species of agave you can make mezcal from now. And it has nine states currently. So that nom is kind of like growing about the laws. But that's the big difference. So tequila can only be made from one type of agave in certain regions where mezcal can be made from more types of agave in different regions. I love that. I always tell people, yeah. I'm like, think of tequila being like, think of it as red wine. Tequila, you can only be Cabernet and you can always only be Cabernet and Cabernet only. Think of a mezcal being all the red wines. You can be Pinot Noir, you can be Lombrisco, you can be whatever, you can be all these things, whatever the fuck, you know, because it's just more options out there. And we like options, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do. We love it. Um, yes, that's, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I got to add to that one. Absolutely. All right, caller. Hi, uh, Tristan calling here from Compass Box 50. Um, hi, Sheena. Hi, Ryan. Um, this question is specifically for Ryan because many times when we hung out, I never asked it, and it's just one of those questions I've always wanted to ask. When you're giving your spiel to people that have never heard anything about Mezcal, which is like large amounts of people that are not in the bar industry. What is your spiel? Like if you had to get it down to like a minute or two of how you would describe and explain, you know, all the wisdom and information that is Mezcal in that one to two minutes. Whoa. Whoa. Are you going to wow. give up your secrets here? I'm actually going to take notes because I have a hard time. I yeah, have a hard how? Time how? Condensing my spiel. So. Please. As much Go as ahead. I hate saying this, a lot of my intros have to do with the start of like tequila because people love tequila. And I just go, Mezcal is tequila's older uncle that's been around longer and is still made in the older traditional way. And Mezcal can be everything tequila is and more. So it's almost like a, like a gateway. I consider tequila kind of like my gateway intro into the rest of the category. Because otherwise I go, you guys have had Mezcal and people go, no. So go, you've had tequila and then you have and to open up like the my, whole thing yeah and they're like we know tequila we like tequila yeah there you go and so i go so mezcal can be everything tequila is and more and that's kind of how i get started down my path with mezcal because hmm. really is a nice intro it's just like because people love tequila so if i'm like hey you love this you'll enjoy this and i also like try to make it like people are like oh mezcal has been too smoky for me well, I'm just like, you've had the wrong ones. Just like if someone's never drank scotch, you're never going to give them Lafroy 10. No, you're going to give them like Monkey Shoulder, like a blended scotch. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to go with like a Macallan 12 or something like that. So they can actually enjoy it. Yeah. That, so, I mean, that's super, yeah, on point. Because I think people yeah. are afraid of the things that they, that they may have not known. It'd be like in a cooking way where it's like, uh, 
here, I'm going to give you tongue in a taco. And mm-hmm. I'm, no, 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 I don't want that. But it's like, oh, well. Star with chicken. Yeah, it's like, really a, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Well, if you like yeah. that, well, then like, here, try this. Oh, right. yeah, this is really good. What is it? Oh, it's tongue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no. and they're like, okay, it's good. Like, yeah. It's no, good. is that also, also like, I feel like a big uh, important thing to highlight with this question and with your answer is like, you always have to gauge your, your demographic, right? Like how mm-hmm. much do you know? Like, so if you go to a place or a person who likes tequila, they already know what agave is, right? If they're a little bit more advanced in their knowledge, you can get a little bit nerdier. If they're not that advanced. You, then you have to really be like once upon a time in Mexico, you know what I mean? Like, so I think it just depends on who you're talking to. Wow. And you were talking about Clooney. Now you're back to once upon a time in Mexico. <laughs> Whoa. Oh God. Full circle. Here Listen, we go. I have something in my mind very clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill him. Just kidding. No, no, I'm not gonna kill him. I love him, but very upset with that what silver he's doing. fox. That silver he's fox. He's so hot. I just wish he wasn't an asshole. Is he an asshole? I mean, yeah, he made Casamigos. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't know his personality. For you. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, you got one? You I was I was doing mezcal sales and I was over at an Italian restaurant in Los Feliz, a very famous one. You guys probably can guess which one it was. Oh, it's a big Dominic. It's yeah. Big John's big, big John's. John's. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm sitting there talking to, and I'm talking about mezcal and some guy stops me and goes, Oh, what brand are you with? And I took back and guess who it is. It's Aaron Paul. Oh no. Those hombres. Oh God. Yeah, and- did you have to, did you have to talk to him about his mezcal? He was there with his kid and he was so nice and was so nice to like uh, talking nicely about our brand and everything that I just kept it super up level and was just like, he's right in front of his kid having dinner too. Yeah. Just kind of one of those and on my way. You didn't punch him in the face. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to hit people when they're nice to you in front of their children. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Home brace. All right. We got another caller. Hi, this question is for Ryan. Fleming, uh, I wanted to know what your go-to uh, drink is when you go into a bar. More importantly, what your go-to uh, mezcal drink would be. That thanks. Ooh, good question. It's a popular go-to question. We say say what? I normally order spirits with a uh, with a beer or cider on the side. I'm not a big cocktail drinker unless I'm sitting down for dinner. But if I'm sitting down for dinner and I'm ordering a cocktail. Black Manhattan is my favorite cocktail of all time. Ooh. I think it's a perfect balance of spicy rye with the Amaro. And it was like the first cocktail I learned to make that I really, really loved, like when I was training. So how do you cut have, Do you have a riff that you'll enjoy Like Manhattan riff with mezcal that you enjoy? I've yet to find one that stands up the way that rye has. And I've really been trying. Same cause here. It, Cause I love a yeah. black Manhattan. I still haven't found like the right specs with the right, whatever with mezcal that just does it for me in a way that, uh, and I'm not a whiskey drinker. I need to find something with a lot more vanilla behind it. And the stuff I have found at the price point, I'm not mixing in anything. Like I'm just sipping straight. Have you heard of Casamigo? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, just kidding. And then, um, what was the last question about mezcal? Uh, what's your go? Uh, My go-to mezcal cocktail, I think it was, right? Yeah, but your go-to mezcal. My go-to mezcal, uh, of course, is Madre. I think it's 
what can one of the best mezcals to sip on its own or make into a cocktail and a Madre Paloma with light on the agave is one of my absolute favorite summertime drinks. I mean, I'm out in LA, so my winners are not exactly winners. Yeah. All year round, year round Paloma for sure. Okay, here we go. We got another caller guys. Oh, my question is for those who don't know, uh, what is the difference between mezcal and tequila and uh, what is your favorite uh, mezcal cocktail and why? Whoa! Like, <laughs> thank you. Answer both of those questions. Wow, already. some some people are like like uh, harmoniously thinking right now. I'm into it. <laughs> so I think we we nailed that one, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, <laughs> well, in that case, go to the next question. <laughs> this question is for Ryan. What is the meaning of Donnie Darko? And if you only had one cocktail to describe the meaning of Donnie Darko, what would it be? Thank oh my God. Okay, that's a good fucking question. That's crazy. Okay, I know where this is coming from. Um, don't ever go camping with a bunch of brand ambassadors. Uh, <laughs> weird things happen. Does it and, go uh, Darko? <laughs> and yeah, it was just this was our whole conversation for three days on psychedelics. Is what is the meaning of Donnie Darko? <laughs> that sounds like a three AM conversation for sure. And here's my ultimate takeaway that I've. Donnie himself is, was seen as someone who could save other people by taking his own life. And he had to value what was more important, his own selfish judgments and love or the ability to let other people enjoy life so that he didn't, they didn't have to suffer. I just think he was, He's a a friend, but okay. <laughs> what about what cocktail? Would... <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, my mind is blown right now. I'm like, I, just, what? Um, I just think he was crazy, but you know, that's that. Um, I mean, of course, like we talked about Palomas, but uh, also a Mezcal Negroni is absolutely fantastic. And I don't like Negronis at all. I hey, think no, I, Mezcal there. Negroni to me. Oh, and a Mezcal uh, Last Word too. Boom. Oh, yes. Mezcal Last Word. So bomb. I like Donnie Darko too, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's too open-ended, man. I, like, I watched I like it a long, long time. I don't even remember it too well. I'm like, I wish I had something to chime in on that, but I'm like, I re- I don't really remember. Ask Johnny. I'm like sure he'll have it. some words to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> Your, oh, well, husband my, is my husband big... has an opinion about movies. <laughs> you should ask him about Donnie Darko. Be like, babe, what do you think about Donnie Darko? And see what he says. <laughs> no, I'll watch it. I'm going to watch it by myself and alone in the dark and make my own opinion. I'll watch it with you. Okay. All right, let's do it. Is that going to be our, before you move, instead of having like an epic going away party, we're just going to sit in the dark Donnie and Darko. watch Donnie Darko? Yes. I'm sure I'm going to get texts from you guys. Hey, this is what we actually think. <laughs> this is what we actually think. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I like, I wish I could chime in on that one. Because I'm like, I'm not a movie person. I don't know if anyone knows this. I know it's like, sounds horrible, but like. It's because you can't I, sit down for two hours. I have an attention span of a goldfish. Yeah. So like, it's like, like literally I'll be like, uh, watching a movie and I'll be like, okay, I'm doing something else. I'm doing something else. I just can't watch a movie. I, like it I has to take a very specific movie. I don't know if I'd ever go back to a theater after like watching movies at home for a year and not having a theater, like being able not to pause stuff and like get up and get a popsicle or another beer whenever I want. Like, yeah. I don't want to be in on other people's time frames anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, <laughs> do I have some news for you? I'm just joking. <laughs> oh my gosh no um but in all seriousness uh like thank you so much ryan like this has been fantastic we closed the call lines it was bleaking out control i was like okay guys we gotta end this we we're going we're gonna be like five hour podcasts here but no i had to turn it off so like uh ryan 
You are a fantastic guest. You are a fantastic person. Thank you so much for sharing the amazing nectar of the gods that you shared with us today. And everything that we learned about it is fantastic. Everyone should know more about mezcal and know more about Madre. Go pick it up, grab a bottle, drink it. You're going to love it. Like you're not going to not love it. Like, are you crazy? If you're a little on the fence, get the 200 milliliter. That's it's affordable. It's small enough. It's a cute bottle that you can reuse for water or you can get through it you know detectors go to, go to court whatever you know it's <laughs> take it to court <laughs> you'll get through it it's gonna be don't tight. do that people don't take it to the airport don't take it to court <laughs> do your best to get it through the yeah go to the dodger game you wanted to go to hey, the, i say go know, to the dodger game just, i would stick it in my front pants pocket when that's a thing or if you see me out ask me i usually have some in my pocket well there, there you, go. you go there you go he's a guy in the motorcycle don't forget uh, so to wrap things up here, Ryan, uh, you want to share anything that's coming up in the future here? And then like, your, you know, how people can follow you and uh, find out what's going on with Madre yeah, and everything um, that's going on with you. If you want to know more about what we're doing, such as uh, our sustainability projects and some of the stuff we're doing to give back to the communities in uh, Oaxaca, like such as uh, female empowerment and uh, underprivileged kids, go to madremezcal.com. We got a wonderful blog that you can check out. You can check out our programs we're doing. We also have a Madre radio that's really cool. If you on Spotify, you can check out. We it's super curated, and I, I listen to the crap out of it. Um, if you guys want to follow my personal stuff, it's a bad girl, Rye Rye on Instagram, B A D G U R L R Y R Y. Um, other than that, we got some cool stuff. We're doing some industry cycling coming up next month, working with some other brands like Mulholland and some other cool people. And other than that, I just can't wait to start actually doing events and samplings and tastings. That's, I just want to get out there and hang out with people. That's what this job's about. Seriously. Uh, I just want to lick doorknobs and cough in people's <laughs> mouths again. Please. Count me out, Adele. I don't want to be coughed into my mouth. I'm getting vaccine this, this week. I'm uh, about that. I know. I'm in, I got myself on the roster too. But um, so, yeah, everyone stay safe out there. And thank you so much for listening, uh, everyone, and tuning in. Ryan, you're fantastic. You're the best in the planet world. <laughs> and, uh, and Adele, I love you so much. And love everyone. You. Do not drink and drive. Don't do it. And also keep on following what we're doing. We would suggest that. We don't suggest drinking and driving, but we do suggest listening to us while drinking. (laughs) Or while driving, but not at the same time. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, you can listen to us driving too. Wow, that's a great... Ryan, thank you there. so much for your time. We really appreciate you know your awesome Thanks, gifts baby. and your time and, and the information you've bestowed upon us we we really love this this expression and and we're so grateful that you um got to hang out with we got to hang out with you rather that's awesome thank you so much and thank you so much appreciate it and as well thank you so much to my brother-in-law grayson for doing our badass logos and josh for our theme song and rashid thank you so much for making us sound like beautiful angel voices (laughs) uh am i forgetting anything i don't think so Everybody be safe. Wear your mask. Thank you. Yep. Thank you and again. Thank you, Ryan. And hit, you. Oh, hit us up for anything. Email us. Uh, check out uh, new websites coming out soon and take classes with us. Talktails Entertainment is blowing up in the class world. So we want to teach you classes and we want to give you cocktail kits too because we got top shelf amazing cocktail kits. Um, so yeah, hit, hit us up on our uh, website, talktailspodcast.com. Uh, Adele, 
Shall we go out of this thing with a big fat cheers? With a big fat cheers, a madre cheers. A big old fat madre cheers. Ryan, salute, friends. Thank you. Whoop, whoop. Cheers, Cheers, you guys. Talk tail. Talk tail. Talk tail.